Harold and Potentia, as Mr. Red is off somewhere in his office space in the second floor and Meredith has gone off to go distract him, you now have some space to move around the casino and find the adventurers who have gotten stuck here. Work out how to get them out. Um, and also get yourselves out. So mm. looking around the casino, there are a number of uh, gaming tables with some card games, some uh, like more intricate uh, like spinning wheels and magical boxes and things. Um, there seems to be uh, a well-dressed person playing uh, dragon chess with people. Harold, your passive perception is just... I can't hide things from you because it's just too good. Harold, from across the room in the far corner, you clock a bunch of people, some of which you recognize from the Three Heroes Guild. Mm-hmm. You might not right. know them by name, but you're like, yeah. I know those faces. Yeah, seen them around before kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, let me know if there are any things or people in particular that you want to be on the lookout for as well. Mm. I guess before, before I point those people out, um, I guess just like on a general... I mean, I guess it's going to be hard to, like, notice anything. But, like, I suppose I'm looking at the people running the games and, like, just seeing if anything obviously underfoot is going on. Okay, well, it's... Hmm. The people running the games are a mix of races you'd be familiar with. Um, they Some of them appear mm. human, some of them appear elven or dwarvish. Um, whether or not they are you can't determine but there are also uh, more exotic races like elemental people um, as well mm. as a number of individuals that you would assume must be of fey type because mm. you aren't familiar with them and it would make sense that they would be fey here in Mr. Red's casino um, to determine if they are doing nefarious things would require um I'm going to say an insight check mm, to determine if sense. they're if they're being tricksy mm, okay I'll do that uh, let's roll for insight I would normally oh, say so a perception and an insight to like watch them and then see if they're being tricksy but your passive perception is mm. good enough that you can like check them out well, I didn't roll very well. That's three plus seven, uh, ten. Um, it's hard to tell if they're being tricksy or not. I mean, it's a casino, so mm. something could be happening. Most likely the games of chance are insofar as being fair. Um, they would probably mm. be weighted more towards the casino than the, the, the gambler. Mm. But that's just how casinos work. Yeah. Um, the games of skill. Um, 
I'm just gonna quick. What are you proficient in? What what games are you proficient in? Like wizard chess? Or like what are you? Dragon chess. Okay. Um. It doesn't seem that the person playing dragon chess is cheating. It seems that they are mm-hmm. playing fairly. Mm-hmm. Um, from what you can tell, they are just winning over and over again. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it doesn't look like they're cheating. Um, right. Potentia, what are you checking out so before making your way into the casino further? I in playing cards. Okay. Um... Just eyeballing the card tables. Mm-hmm. Um, she's sort of looking to see if there's any, like, active magic being cast to bias any particular tables in the weight of the room as opposed to in the weight of the player. Okay. Because that is the kind of thing that, from home, she would know is not, it mm. is is against the rules and yeah. as a sort of magic person for um, I don't yeah. know if you want me to roll like arcana or something for it but I think um, yeah yeah give me an arcana check uh, 17 plus 6 okay so there are definitely there's definitely some magic at work mm. with some of these dealers but with your knowledge in Arcana, it doesn't seem like they're like cutting the decks or doing anything to make them more benefit the casino. It looks to be more for show. Lots of yeah. like levitating it's cards perform- and it's performative rather than like. Yeah, yeah, exactly. What she's trying to suss out is whether there's any point playing at these tables if she needs to eventually, which you know, yeah. Um, it, they because, don't look like they're cheating. The, yeah, the that's, dealers that's look like they're playing a fair game. Insofar yeah. as if you're at a casino, the games are already weighted against you. They're weighted against you, but they're not actively making it like a 90-10 weight. It's yeah, like they're not like slipping cards out of their sleeves and, yeah. and, and doing tricky things. Yeah. Um, you probably... Uh, Harold probably sees Potentia very much looking at the card tables in a like that's what she you would appreciate that she would be more interested and know more about those things than potentially the other things going on in the room this Mm. is she also does not look at home here she like looks not uncomfortable because she usually kind of can blend into a room pretty well but not settled if that makes sense different to how you would have seen her say at your dad's house where she Mm. was pretty comfortable with the kind of environment she was in but this like not comfortable with the people this is like she's Mm. not super comfortable with the place if that makes sense yeah because she's not she's not hiding that like mm. Mm. (laughs) I guess uh, I guess then before just just one last thing um, where are the adventurers and what are they like what activities are they partaking in so um, there seems to be a large grouping of them 
in like the far corner of the room they seem to have taken mm. over a number of booths and like set up their own like camp within the casino mm-hmm. um like they've uh arranged tables and chairs and things not knocking them over but just kind of placing themselves in a way to give themselves um like their own little area in the casino that is theirs uh that they can call home um there seem to be another number of them just over there chilling out um Mm. they don't seem to be in great spirits right uh, you do spot one of them, one of the people that you recognize from the Adventurers Guild, uh, playing a, a dice game at mm-hmm. one of the tables. Um, you don't recognize his name, but you you would know that he's a swordsman of some skill within the guild. Right, um, a sort of fighter type, I suppose. Yeah, and he seems to he, judging from his from his. Uh, reactions. He thinks he's doing well, and he mm-hmm. might have been drinking. Mm-hmm. Um, so this this, uh, as you've described, fighter type would be closer to you. Um, mm. But yeah, uh, I think yeah, I think I, I'm gonna leave them to it for now. Um, uh, p- potentially, I suppose I, I don't notice any I mean this is a pretty looks like a casino I don't see anything especially interesting off the bat I don't know about you I mean so far as I can tell there's no active cheating going on here I mean it's a casino as you say Um, but I can't exactly say I recognize anyone in here Um, I assume she doesn't there's no one from campus that she'd particularly be like no. I know you. Um, um, no no Enigma Society people that she'd be... No doing. Enigma Society people. I mean, there might be a few, like, vague faces you've just seen in the background of campus. Like, yeah. uh, I think I've seen you walking around campus, maybe, but not anyone you've interacted with. Yeah. Mm. So, um, yes, I... You, you and Meredith seem to know more about what's going on here than I do, so... Other than that, we can, you know, that I can read a language. Well, the you thing is, can't. well, last time we sort of, um, uh, I suppose, tricked our way out as well. Um, I actually got a ride with the the pixies, and um, uh, I believe Mister Red might might have gifted Meredith a token uh, in the end. Um, which is what you need to leave, essentially. You sort of win these tokens and then you can exit. Um, uh, I do see the adventurers. Maybe maybe we just sort of start there. Um, I, I mean, technically, that's sort of the mission. But obviously, it would be nice to find a way out for anybody who wishes, uh, including ourselves. She's looked at you, like, when you, as you say, that's the mission, she sort of looks at you with this like look of do you do you have to talk about everything as though it's like some wild adventure we're not just here to like do the right thing that you get this sort of flash of like ugh <laughs> um because she's not an like whilst not an from adventurer the, yeah like whilst from the uh 
from the purposes of a D&D campaign, she's an adventurer. Like, she's she's not, though. She's a squishy wizard. Um, so she sort of nods in your direction to sort of go, all right, like, lead on. All right. Uh, yes, I shall head towards the adventurers. Okay. Um, so you, you snake your way through the casino, um, through revelers and gamblers, and you arrive outside this uh, like makeshift barricade of sorts. And uh, there seems to be two uh, people, like, not standing guard, but they're sitting at the table mm-hmm. and they're just watching everyone who approaches. And mm-hmm. they they look at you and there's like a, a glassy expression. Mm. Do we know you? You seem vaguely familiar. I don't think we know each other personally, uh, but I, I'm with the Adventurers Guild. Adventurers oh. Guild. Yeah, that's us. Come on in. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Um, moving past these two guards, uh, there seems to be a bunch of people asleep, um, resting. Mm-hmm. Like they've they've made like makeshift um, beds and hammocks out of chairs and cushions. Uh, mm-hmm. There does seem to be a group of people gathered around, um, praying to some idol. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're welcome to make a, re- a um, religion check. Hmm. Both of us? Uh, yeah, you both do this. Um, this it seems to have been constructed out of food stuff, like mashed potato and carrots and things. Like they've just they've created <laughs> an idol out of out of what they had available to them. Mm. Uh, that's just a seven for me. Uh, Seventeen for me. <laughs> Okay. It's an um, intelligence check. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Sense. So uh, this would be a poorly constructed idol um, to Jakul, the god of luck and gambling, mm. um, who uh, potentially you would also know is the god of uh, one of the gods of war. Um, mm. Because what if what is war if not the biggest gamble? Biggest gamble. Yeah. Um, there's, there seems to be uh, a rather large, muscular woman, like leading the congregation uh, to Jakul. Pray, pray, so that we can receive his blessings of luck and change our fortune. Um, there's a, a halfling who walks past, and he kind of whispers under his breath. You would both hear. Jakul's not going to help you. Mm. Halfling god Floki's going to help me. <laughs> uh, potentially you'd like look around and you'd see there's um, someone dressed in robes like going through a big heavy book uh, like reading, trying to like make notes and they're just like looking at the people who are quite disheveled now um, and the congregation of worshippers of the god of luck and just like shaking their head she looks pretty uh, separate from the rest of those people Mm. under her breath such that the idea is that only Harold is the one who hears her say it she's just gonna say 
I don't believe praying to some god of luck or war is going to get these people out of here. You just get like a, yeah, like a discreet but like agreeing nod from Harold. Uh, <sighs> All right, uh, I think we just sort of ask them how long they've been here, I suppose, and maybe what games they've played. Uh, While you do that, I might go talk to, and she like eyes across at the the one who's breeding by themselves. Mm. I might go talk to her see if we can find information from multiple sources I feel like the others are more likely to open up to you as a fellow adventurer and there's a slight amount of snark on the phrase fellow adventurer like tiny bit but your perception right. is high well, that like you're not going to not yeah. say that alright well, let's follow Harold um, who do you want to talk to um, I'll talk to the person leading this this religious congregation. I think. Okay. Um, give me a let's call it a history check. Mm. See if you recognize this person. Uh, fourteen. Okay. Um, they don't look their best self. But uh, you do recognize um, Valera Stormheart, a barbarian of the Three Heroes Guild. She seems to be the one leading this congregation um, of rather disheveled adventurers mm. praying to uh, Jakul, the god of, of luck and gambling. Mm. Ah, another adventurer joining the the congregation are you here to change your luck as well um well i've only just gotten here so uh, i'm not sure um uh run out of tokens but... and seeing if you can change change your luck well we are in we're all in that same boat and um maybe jakul will smile upon you your luck will change well, I mean, no offense. I, I, I tend to prefer to make my own luck where where possible. But uh, I suppose the thing is, uh, I've been sort of sent here by the guild to investigate uh, where you all have gone, and obviously it's here. Uh, so, I, I mean, how many? How long have you been here so far? Um. And she pauses. And she pauses mm. probably too long. I'm not really sure. I mean, days, weeks? Uh, it's definitely days. Um, maybe weeks? It gets a bit hazy trying to remember. Hmm... The pro Do I? The, the currency is the, the problem. Hmm. Do I feel any anything? Like, do I feel uh, affected? Um. Hmm. Give me an insight on yourself. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, 26. You feel fine. I mean, the, there's okay. a bit of, like smoke in the air but it doesn't seem to be mm. having any kind of noxious effect on you mm -hmm. 
Um, I mean, the music might be a bit loud, but you don't feel mm-hmm. um, no, you don't you don't feel any magical or non-magical effect on you mm. that would cause you to become disorientated in in any kind of way. Mm. Mm. Unlike in real casinos, though, they do that all the time. Um, so, uh, mm. so I feel okay. So. I suppose some of you have gotten out, right? I, I believe the reason we know that you all are here is that some people have managed to leave. Probably. I mean, right. the Jakul must have smiled upon them and gotten them some luck. Right. So... You must have remembered willing, like the, the the decision to come here in the first place, though, right? Yes, yes, I definitely remember coming here because uh, I was told that you could win some powerful magical items, and then I uh, won my first game, great, but then I saw there was like this flaming poison raging doom sword and i thought oh i want that so i thought okay well I'll, I'll try waging a few more and then um no it it i lost um so i cashed in to get more tokens and i i didn't didn't get it i, I won a, a bit but they're not enough and i lost those tokens so i had to get more tokens um when you say cashed in uh do you mean gold or uh, other things Oh, so you haven't gotten your first token yet? No. No, the currency here is memory. Right. Hmm. Potentia, uh, this human woman is pouring through a huge uh, tome, and it seems to be written in pretty deep legalese. And just kind of looking over her shoulder before you start talking to her, it seems to be talking almost exclusively about fairy lore. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she notices your shadow and she like puts her hand over the book and looks back. Uh, can, I, can I help you? Just surprised to see someone over here with a book, given the behavior of everyone else. She sort of casts her eyes back to the group that Harold's talking to. She looks over, rolls her eyes. Yes, well, not everybody is gifted in, in the mind when it comes to adventurers, so those of us who are need to do what we can to try and save everyone else. Um, She looks at you, and she, like, really looks at you for a moment. You can call me Isabella. What, uh... Why pouring out... Uh- why are you pouring through l- the law, if I may ask? Ah, uh, well, trying to find some kind of legal loophole or, or something I can use to get myself and these people out. There's a, a guy somewhere in the casino who's actually a professor on fairy law, and he had this book with him, and I bartered for it. 
he said that he might be able to help, but I, I'm not trusting people here. So I, I, I paid for this book and I'm going to find my way out of here, but I'm sure he's around somewhere if he wanted to talk to him. Are you looking specifically at fairy lore or the lore of this place? Well, I mean, the, these are mostly fey. Um, we've agreed to some kind of fey contract by coming in here. Fairy lore seemed to be the thing I would need. Shan just sort of looks at her with that, like, that knowledge of, of someone who's got a family who deal in contracts. Um, mm-hmm. You might want to make sure you've read what you've agreed to before you worry about every law under the sun or suns I suppose and she like runs her hands through her hair it's the problem with these fairy contracts I don't know what I've agreed to I've walked in now I'm here there's mm-hmm. this, this stuff happening I've been doing this for years and there's still stuff happening and it's just reacting to it all You've the been time doing it for years oh no sorry not here adventuring years since I've left the wizard school and uh, you think hey I'm going to make some money I'm going to see the world I'm going to cast fireball on a bunch of people easy you, see, you, you visually see Potentia shrink at that sentence like yes well um, perhaps the first thing to find out is what you've agreed to there is very little point in and she looks down like at the book and tries to pull some topic out of it that's, like, completely and utterly unrelated and innocuous. So is there, like, something about, like, I don't know what she's reading exactly? Uh, it seems to be about, like, she's in this section about, like, property law. Yeah. I don't know that there's any particular use in reading about fairy rental systems if you're really looking for something completely different. Hmm... Well, given how these fairy contracts work, I, I, I don't know. I, I'm just, I'm going start to finish and I'll see what I get through. Potentia's going to do that thing of like, it's the non-contact version of patting someone on the shoulder and turning and walking away. That mm-hmm. like slightly patronizing, like, all right, fine. Well, good luck. If I find out more about your contract, I'll... I guess let you know. Thank you. Um, Potentia's going to wander, like, sort of uh, indicating to Harold that she's just going across to the bar or equivalent. Mm -hmm. It feels like from your interactions, you'd both be like, okay, we're going to meet back up, discuss what you know. That's on Harold. I I would would be heading to the bar because I have multiple goals in doing so. Okay. All right. So you head to what you like gesture at Harold and then you're going to head to the bar. Yeah. Or you nod at Harold. All right. Um, Harold, guessing you go follow Potentia? Uh, yes, I feel like my conversation has sort of run its course okay. over here for now. Um, so you two catch back up at the bar. Uh, there's a bartender giving out all kinds of drinks, um, some of which look mundane, some of which look more fantastical. You were given a free drink from Mr. Red. Are you cashing that in? No. Okay. Uh, I'm not actually heading to the bar to have a drink. I'm heading to the bar to ask the bartender something. But if Harold wants okay. to cash in his drink, he should do so. Okay. Um, well, since potentially you've walked off first, you'll get yeah. to the bar before Harold gets to you. Uh, and the bartender is... Uh, they appear to be moving 
like very quickly. They're, they're almost a blur how quickly back and forth across the bar they're moving, serving drinks. So they get to you. Hi, what can I get you? Uh, no, no drinks, just a question. But obviously, if you're this busy, then wait. Great. Okay. And it like zips off and a blur back and forth and it gets back to you. What was your question? Um, do you happen to have a copy of whatever the agreement that one agrees to when you walk in through the door is? I'm just curious for my own benefit. I don't. Know where I can get one? I do. Bye. And he just zips back across the bar serving somebody else. Mm-hmm. Sure wait. She's patient. Um, yeah, Harold will catch up to you. you find anything interesting, Potentia? She's reading every fairy lore under the sun to try and find a loophole. Uh, hmm. I mean, possibly not the worst strategy. I mean, we did specifically agree to a contract, did we not, by entering this place? I'd love to know what the contract says. So, just for my, this is for Ross's understanding. Um, was the contract what was written on the door, or is that was that just like a riddle? So... There's like two sentences written on the door, which was yeah. about like coming in and not being able to leave unless, but there's no information about like what else. Because if you're looking for loopholes, like what are you looking for? Yeah. So, so to remind you, um, the translation of the door was behold the portal, a passage unbarred, a tempting gateway to treasurer's mart. For those who dare, the path is free. No charge to enter, a chance to see. Those lines by themselves don't sound like they're keeping you here. No. Mm-hmm. I'll give you that for free. But like that—that's and potential would know that. But that's yeah. okay, and that's why she wants to know what is functionally. She's looking for what is keeping you here. Mm-hmm. Harold, you would remember from last time that to to leave the doorman required a token, which I think Mister Red yeah. said. To us yeah, before. yeah, yeah. Um, so if you want to use the portal to get back to Ferromustus, then you have to use a token. Uh, but the 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 main entrance, the front door to go out into the Feywild, that's you can go that way if you want. Uh, was his implication? Mm. Yeah. I would advise against that. Um, but currently, nothing else is keeping you here. Nothing else is apart from not having the token to get out. Nothing is keeping you here. Mm-hmm. Well, I did find out something interesting from the adventurers. Mm. They intimated that the currency uh, to sort of enter the games is memory. Potentially just nods with it, expecting you to kind of continue with the thought. Well, I, I, I guess that the problem is is that you only have so many of those, right? Potential like smirks to herself, given she has decades of memories comparatively. Sure. Centuries. Some. Yeah. I mean, you know, there's a couple of decades there where she's probably not got many because she was tiny, but mm-hmm. the price is memory. Did they say of what? Did they were they more specific than just? the amorphous idea of memory? No. I get the feeling you probably don't get to choose which. Well, that must be written somewhere. 
Uh, presumably. Um, I mean, if I were going to guess, I would say in Mr. Red's office, where Meredith is right now. Harold, as you cast your eyes around, you notice two things. One, in the center-ish of where the gaming tables are, there's mm. an area of people that are like forming lines and then walking away with tokens. So there's there's some table where people appear to be getting yep. tokens. And the second thing you notice is it's very faint, but the 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 room seems darker and mm-hmm. uh there's a very slight like vibration in the room and you it you weren't entirely sure until you saw someone's drink sliding across the bar as it vibrates mm-hmm. and it only lasts for a little while but then it returns to normal just just a, mm-hmm. just a moment and it doesn't seem associated with any other particular event. No, it seems just a thing that happened. Hmm. Did you notice that potential? I swear the place got darker for a moment and sort of vibrated. Would Harold have any context for something like, say, an earthquake? <sighs> we think Harold wouldn't. Potential, potential would. would. Yeah, I was going to say. Mm. Uh, where where Harold has grown up is very stable. Um, Center mm. of a tectonic plate, if you will. No, yeah. no major super yeah. likely. Uh, no, no, nothing, uh, nothing right. particularly um, tectonic where where Harold's grown up. Uh, I mean, maybe you've heard about them, but you would not know enough to experience one to to know what that feels like. Would potentially the... you've been through at least a couple oh, yeah. in your travels. Uh, just, you've just you've been you've been alive long shape. enough, and you've been around a long enough, like around enough places to be like, oh, that's an earthquake. Yeah. Um, you didn't feel anything, Harold. I didn't notice anything. Are, are you all right? Yes, I just definitely. It was very brief, but it certainly happened. Uh, I tell you what, I did spot though. Uh, it seems like just in the center there is where people make whatever exchange it is that's necessary in order to to gain these tokens I mean I don't know about you but I'm not exactly keen on losing my memory with it like eyebrow raise well either way I, I think we should at least take a closer look she sort of does that sigh of like fine um, and is like like turns from the bar as though she's ready to follow you to wherever you want to to go Okay. So you again snake your way through the casino, making your making your way towards this central table. And as the uh, crowd of people part, having collected their tokens, sitting in the center of this circular table, uh, propped up on a large pedestal with a cushion, is a octopus-like creature. Mm-hmm. Many mul- many tentacle arms, uh, and it's holding in one of them an, an orb of some kind, um, an opaque orb with swirling mist inside. And mm. the the person in front of you, one of these tentacles touches their forehead, and as it retracts the tentacle, there is like a wisp that follows, and it moves mm. that wisp into this orb, and then 
from somewhere one of these tentacles produces a token and hands it to uh, that person who walks away. Uh, as you are now at the front of the queue, Harold, um, this octopus looks at you and you hear its voice in your head. Mm. A memory for a token. Do you accept? Uh, I guess in my head still, I'm just like, um, no thanks. Then please step out of the line. Hmm. Uh, yep, okay. Uh, I will stand to the side, but yeah, I just, I suppose, just want to, like, observe, like, another couple of, just, like, transactions, okay. I suppose. Now, but- and just look out for anything, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know, anything that would seem interesting or, like, uh, advantageous in some way. Okay. Um, Potentia, you were following Harold. Are you in mm-hmm. line or just standing next to him? I am in line probably because I'm behind him, so therefore logically I am in line. Okay. Uh, so then you hear this the same this voice in your head. A memory for a token. Do you accept? Uh, she thinks back. What kind of memory? Something from your youth. I repeat, what kind of memory? Not when, but what kind if you share a memory with me, I can tell you if it is worth a token. Sure. She's and going... It, ex- it extends a, a tentacle out towards you. Not, it doesn't touch you, but it gets close to your head and like waits for you. Um, she is going to actively think about a moment, like something fairly innocuous of the running around with the sibling type like the the one that you would have a thousand of as a child does that make sense okay ben? yeah like i'm trying not to give other information to ross that he wouldn't have about her childhood okay um, so you're just like just thinking about like as a child running it's around a fairly like generic yeah that's sort of like playing hide and seek in the house kind of like mm-hmm. again something that is a memory that is of not not that doesn't matter because those when you have lots of those they add up but like mm-hmm. that if you ha- didn't have one of them it wouldn't be mm-hmm. alright so as, as you think of that you lean forward and your head connects with this tentacle mm-hmm. and there's a moment where there's a share like a, a stronger connection with this octopus like creature a pleasant, a pleasant memory, memory but of insignificant value for a token I'm afraid. Do you have something more she's, valuable? She's going to think think directly and be like how is how is a memory of family not a valuable memory for someone who lives a far distance from them? She's trying to she's, I'm not going to say it's deception because it's not really because what she's saying is true um would you be willing to part with many of similar memories? You ask for a memory. You don't know what's important to one person. I know what is of value to the patron of this casino. Then she's just going to step out of line. Okay. She's stepping away from him. Um, 
Harold, that interaction looked like it took just a moment to you. Mm. Mm. Uh, but you definitely saw like Potentia step forward and uh, her head connect to this tentacle. Mm. She's going to step away and like walk a decent distance away from the thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it will move on to the next person. Yeah. Or the next Which being. would allow Harold to then see whoever's next or whatever if, if he wants yeah. to watch. Um, so the the person steps up uh, and it's this this fighter who was playing dice before. And he mm. steps up. He, his head touches the tentacle and then a moment later the tentacle withdraws pulling out this wisp of like energy Mm-hmm. drawing it into this orb and then another tentacle moves and hands him a token yes mm-hmm. I'm not out of the game yet just cost me um I, I, I there was there was a, a thing a monster I defeated oh well I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna win it all back get the token get the item get more tokens get my memories back yeah good luck kid he walks past mm-hmm. you Harold Hmm. Get his memories back, he said. Potentia has walked away to like a table, not a like a gambling table, but like a, a mm-hmm. table, and is sitting and like watching Harold, and has this look of like disdain for this entire place now, like more than she had when she got here. Um, this orb is it? Is it um like sat on any like device no it's it's, it 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 is being held by this this octopus the octopus okay hmm all right if i if i think i've seen as much as i can there i will head back to potentia i think okay you just uh i'm we're we're gonna put you at a table and you sit down together Mm -hmm. hmm so the fighter said something curious uh he he waffled on about you know, winning this time and other uh, fallacies. Mm. But uh, he did mention something interesting about uh, getting his memories back. I would assume you can buy them back if you win enough tokens. Fool's errand if it was up to me. Yes, uh, exactly. It wants memories of worth, of value to the patron of this establishment. And that's like you, she's got some like, mm. yeah, that that ugh, no, I don't like him at all anymore. Didn't really like him before, but didn't really know him before. Now I don't like him. Mm. Uh, how many tokens does it require to leave Ben? One each. So in theory, you could just give a memory and leave mm-hmm. if you wanted. Mm-hmm. So, the curious thing is here, obviously, I don't know how many memories these people have <sighs> traded, I suppose is the word for it. Given um, away. Give, yes, given away. <laughs> no, like, that's, that's, that's her, that's her you, when you're, as you're saying that, her response is just given away. Um, that does raise the question. People could leave, right? I mean... You trade a memory for these tokens. Obviously, that's not a price that's... I mean, I am I would rather not pay that uh, if I could, but, you know, these people have been here for a long time. 
at some point, surely you have to cut your losses. That, Harold, in order is to the leave. sunk cost fallacy. That requires people, and she's she's speaking like she's reading from, like either she's orating something that she's had taught to her, or she's read this and it is like coming back at you like it's coming out of a book or out of a lecturer's mouth. Mm. That is a sunk cost fallacy. That requires people to be willing to realise that they were, they have to abandon a strategy of course or action because they have invested heavily in it, even if it is clear that abandonment would be more beneficial. That is something that ruins people financially, leave alone mentally and intellectually. I mean, you know, I've sort of, yes, I, I've heard of that concept, uh, you know, phrased differently, but I don't, I, I feel like surely something a little more than that is going on though, right? I mean... Would you want someone else to hold your memories? Or are they yours and do you want them back? I mean, at a certain point, as much as I wouldn't like to give away a memory, I would like to have the ability to create some more which sitting around in this place forever certainly is not very useful for I mean there are some smart people here right I mean that person the person reading the the fairy book for instance it doesn't seem like they want to just sort of sink more and more into this endeavor they're looking for a way out probably because they aren't willing to give up a memory Harold or all they have left is ones they do not want to give up. Hmm. Some pieces of information you don't give away that easily or cheaply, Harold. And she says that with weight that you would understand or should understand. Hmm. From a Halloween party many moons ago. Yeah. 